This podcast is for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, where we look at the habits and strategies of world-changing entrepreneurs to achieve real results. Today is about the power of you. Are you ready to go to the next level while you're at the right spot? Finding a solution to become the greatest. And now, here's your host, Mike Holmes. What's up, what's up, what's up? We are back on the Success Habits of Christian Entrepreneurs podcast. And today, wanted to deal with the motivation for one Christian entrepreneur for becoming wealthy. And that person was Henry Parsons Crowell. Now, for those of you that don't know who this person was, he is the founder of the Quaker Oats Company. And he was a very, very wealthy man. And he was also sold out for God. He, in his life, did many great things for God, gave a lot of chart, gave away of a lot of his money for God, did a lot of amazing things that oftentimes we may not know about. But what was his motivation to become wealthy? Because at the end of the day, whether we want to admit it or not, if you want to be a Christian entrepreneur, if you really want to make a difference in business, You have a desire to see more financial freedom, financial independence for you and your family. And nothing is wrong with that at the end of the day, because the first commandment that God gave man was to be fruitful and to multiply and to not be fruitful and to not multiply and to not grow into all who God would have us to be. Not only is, I dare say, against his will, but it's almost like. It's, 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 it's disadvantageous to any, any one of us because we are commanded to grow. We're commanded to learn and thrive and be better than we once were. And so Henry Parsons Crowell had the desire, wealthy, and it all started with a Bible study. So Henry was about 18 years old. And this was a long time ago. It was in 1873. And there was a special meeting at the Second Presbyterian Church in Cleveland. And there they were going to have a speaker. It was a fiery businessman turned evangelist. And he was unpolished and he was self-educated, but he had a dynamic message. And this man, who would have an indelible imprint on the life of Henry Parsons Crowell, was a man by the name of Dwight Moody, or D.L. Moody. So Moody got up, short man, very unpolished, but he was very, very, very dynamic. And he got up and he said, now I want you to know that I like to think big things for God. Do you? For instance, I want to go to England and win 10,000 souls. Can you imagine Well, that's a thousand times more people than what's here tonight. Think of it. And what about you? And so Henry or Crowell was mesmerized because he spoke with such passion and such vigor and such faith. 
And Moody continues, the reason I like to think big things for God is that he deserves it. Now, whether it's evangelism or your work or your money, whatever it is, you ought to think of big ways you can be used for God. He said, let me tell you about a feller I met in Ireland. That feller I met in Ireland was Henry Varley. Let me tell you what he told me. Varley says to me, the world has yet to see what God can do with and for and through and in a man who is fully and wholly consecrated to him. He said, that was like the word of God to my soul. Those words pierced my heart. Varley didn't say he had to be brilliant or rich or anything else. A man, just a man. Well, I told God that with the Holy Spirit in me, I'll be that man. And what about you? Will you be one of those men? Is your God worthy of such a commitment? So Harry Crowell, by this time, 18 years old, in the back of that church, and he could not hold back his tears. He put his hands in his face. He bowed his head on the back of the pew in front of him, sunk low in submission. And he felt that God was speaking directly to him through Moody. And as they were concluding service, Crowell silently, secretly slipped outdoors. And he walked slowly along the lake shore. He was lost in thought for some time. He was watching the water and listening to its gentle lapping. After a while, Harry sat down on a large rock, still shaken by Moody's words. And then he prayed to God. He said, God, there is no mistaking that these have been your words to me. I can see that you can use me even if I must leave school. Mr. Moody said, I don't have to be an educated man or brilliant or anything, just a man. Lord, by your grace and with the help of the Holy Spirit, I'll be that man. The problem was, Crowell couldn't preach like Moody. He had no idea how to bring a sermon together. He knew he couldn't do that. He said, and then he thought it over and he meditated and he figured what could he do to possibly help God and to be that man that would turn the world upside down. And then the idea came to him. He said, I can't preach like Moody, Lord, but maybe I can do something else great for you. Maybe I can make money and help support men like Moody. And he bowed in prayer and he said, oh, God, if you will allow me to make money to be used for your service, I'll keep my name out of it. I'll do it so you will get the glory. And that was his motivation for becoming wealthy, for becoming a man that was totally and wholly consecrated and submitted to him. Now, the truth is, if you listen to this podcast, you will hear the overarching theme of wealth and abundance and, and prosperity. And I'm not talking about the kind where you just 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 give money and money's supposed to fly out of heaven. I'm not talking about it. I'm talking about through the building of assets, through buying of assets, through creating wealth, through creating income, whether it be through a business, whether it be through futures, whether it be through options, whether it be through, you know, whatever return on equity that you can possibly find. But this motivation I want it to be. Not so that you can have so much money that you can fly in a private jet, though that's nice. Not so you can have so much money that you can get a private 
yacht. That's nice too. Not so much money that you can have a 26 bedroom house. And listen, that's awesome. But to make so much money that you can support, gift, solidify, and help send the message of God around the world, the message of Christ. So nothing's wrong with being coming wealthy, my friends. If you remember why becoming wealthy and do it for his name and for his glory. If you enjoyed this, hit like, subscribe, share this with a friend. Let's get the word out there and I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a blessed one.